Chapter Ten of Lord Dolphin. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C. Lord Dolphin by Harriet Anna Cheever. Chapter Ten. Hurrah! Then the day came when I was again made to swim into that despised little tank. It was put onto a dray as before, and I was given my second ride on land. May it forever be my last! The roar of the great city again filled my ears. Dust troubled my eyes whenever I raised my head. I was faint, weary, and wretched. I could feel that I had grown lighter from the loss of flesh, because of the unnatural life that I was leading. How I wished I might escape, that some great and powerful friend would help me, but I was only a fish, had only fins and tail to aid me, that I knew of, and those were at present of but very little use. At length the boat was reached. There was some confusion, as they were short of hands, which it appears meant they had not as many men at the dock as were wanted. But the tank was got on board, and men ran for the railing that was to be put around the edge. Their backs were turned for an instant. Oh, oh, could I give a mighty lurch, bound over the deck-rail, and be free? No waiting this time. I slashed upward in a tremendous heave-to. Whack! I struck the rail, wriggled quick as lightning over the side, and hurrah and hurrah! I was swimming the wide free river. Not my own sea. No, there must be first the shortest cut I could find into the ocean and salt water. Then there would be many days of sweet, wholesome journeying and paddling before home grounds could be reached, but reached they would be all in good time. Folks say that if Madame Puss, the land creature who does not love the water over well, is carried miles from her home in the dark, she will find the way back again. And I felt sure that, once out into the harbor, I could strike a bee-line for a far opposite shore, cut through the narrows at Gibraltar, and enter like a returning monarch on my own proud domain, the fair blue Mediterranean Sea. Oh, hurrah again! I heard a loud and echoing shout as my great body splashed into the water, caught the sound of rushing feet, and saw heavy ropes with strange loops at the ends that were flung overboard in hopes to entangle me and bring back their great fancy fish into that tank again. Oh, no, Mr. Sailorman and Mr. Deckhand, no, no, I had seen and felt quite enough of being on land, thank you, to last me all the rest of my life, and as the dolphin family is very long-lived, I hope that many years of sweet delicious freedom and enjoyment of my native element are yet before me. And if there was a great king of the dolphins, 
as there must be a great friend of the folks that guides our affairs i would send him a letter a yard long full of thanks for my freedom it may be there is such a king but real knowledge of such things is way beyond me i saw a strange craft as i boomed along always giving them a wide berth and such fishes did you ever see an angel fish don't ever wish to if you haven't it ought to be called evil spirit fish in appearance it is one of the quaintest ugliest creatures that swims the sea some folks call it monkfish it is all of four feet long has fierce googly eyes and a round wicked-looking head that seems nearly separated from the rest of its thick body by a thin short neck then such a vicious-looking tail oh you had better keep clear of an angelfish a toadfish looked like an enormous swimming toad bless me i caught sight of a shark as i came well out into the ocean he was more than twenty feet long think of that but they are thirty feet sometimes his great fleshy powerful tail takes him along as he looks from side to side for his prey i saw his pointed nose and his rows of awful teeth one over another there are sharks that can bite a man in halves once in a while we see a shark in our mediterranean but they do not abound there yet now and then mr diver man has to rush for his life to reach the friendly ladder when the disturbance under water to right and left has warned him that one of these sea monsters was approaching oh they are dreadful creatures and greedy too they will follow vessels for miles and miles expecting that cast-off food will be thrown into the sea as often is their instinct tells them that food is likely to drop from vessels and it does indeed i also saw a sea snipe or trumpet fish but oh ho without a tooth he made me think of a scorpion that has a poisonous dangerous tail i came upon a funny sight while still in the atlantic ocean a whole school of whales went rushing along in a body and pretty soon i saw what it meant then it was more funny for me than for the poor whales some whalers men who go out in vessels to catch their enormous fishes for their flesh their oil and their bones were banging great heavy pieces of tin of iron against stones so frightening the whales that they crowded in a body into a little creek or inlet this was just what the whalers wanted them to do because once in this narrow place so many of them could not escape and it became easy to capture them men folks do really know a very great deal it makes me afraid of them an urchin fish would make you laugh some call it a sea hedgehog it looks as if covered all over with great thorns and a baby sea urchin looks as if it was all ready to burst 
it is so thick and round a sunfish was an odd piece it had round eyes and the queer little fins just back of its neck looked like shoulder capes it was so fat it had to swim with a waddle the herring i so much like for food are to be found in nearly all waters and abundant sweet and inviting famous ramblers they are going in great parties of thousands in number through wide tracts of ocean and sea i have found that a great deal of money whatever that may be is made by folks out of the herring fisheries along the atlantic seacoast and let me whisper do you like sardines well some folks say that herring do not live in the mediterranean sea that ancient folk knew nothing about them but that what we know as herring are really sardines these are caught in great numbers pickled in some way then soaked in oil are put in little tin boxes tightly sealed and sent all over the world but let me whisper again and this makes lord dolphin smile it may make you laugh but honestly they say that immense numbers of little herring or all wives a little fish very much like a herring are caught on western shores of the atlantic pickled packed in oil and sold for sardines isn't it all very funny if i eat sardines and call them herring and folks eat herring and call them sardines why are we not square but as i want to be very honest in all i say it may be that in speaking of the herring i so much prefer i ought to say they are found oftenest at the far western part of the mediterranean where the ancient folk were not so likely to explore after i had sailed for days gliding like a streak through the deep untroubled water i came again to the strait of gibraltar oh with what a thrill of delight i saw this time in these far happier days than when i last passed through it this narrow outlet from ocean to sea i went through first in a tank i returned with the broad ocean for my glorious bed i now know that the strait was named for the enormous rock of gibraltar and that it once was called the strait of hercules now hercules is another myth you will study about in those old greek fables called mythology he was one of the gods and famed for his tremendous strength the story goes that coming up to a monstrous rock in the atlantic ocean that entirely separated it from the mediterranean sea hercules wishing to pass through from ocean to sea rent the great rock into two parts so making a passage through and this was how the narrow outlet came to be called the strait of hercules now for many years the passage has been called the strait of gibraltar but the two great rocks at the entrance of the strait are called the pillars of hercules well through the dividing narrows i darted and was home again 
and i am thankful to know three great and precious words that folks have taught me friends liberty home are there any better words than these perhaps so but i have not learned them yet folks know so much more than fish even a lordly one can understand that it is quite likely they may be acquainted with words having a grander meaning than these but i lord dolphin traveller and story-teller want to repeat that i am very very grateful to any one i ought to thank that i find myself among friends again free and in my own glorious home the bright blue midland sea End of chapter 10 Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C. End of Lord Dolphin by Harriet Anna Cheever